0: Welcome to the Borderlands Church broadcast. I'm Matthew Yates, and I'm here with Pastor Nathan Perry. Good morning, Nathan. Morning. How's it going? It's good. I I just woke up. Oh, come on. I'm joking. (laughs) All right. Hey, it's bright and early, 8.30 a.m. here on a Sunday morning. We are Borderlands Church. We meet at 2601 Richmond Road, Lexington, Kentucky, 40509 in the Doubletree Suites, somewhere inside of that big, nice foyer there that looks very French because it's the French Quarter. We're in one of those rooms, so you just have to look for the big sign that says, Welcome. The Big Easy. The Big Easy, that's right. We're in the Big Easy. The Big Easy. The 40509. So hey, we want to welcome you guys. Thank you for listening to us this morning. Borderlands Church is a brand new church in Lexington. We've actually had three, this will be our fourth Sunday morning service yep, david so the Fourth It's been going real well this uh past week we were talking about prayer and uh the importance of that as a core value for our church, of course uh, in the in Jesus day, Pastor Nathan, uh, everybody had a rabbi the the Jewish folks, and the rabbis taught their disciples to pray and so one day Jesus was hanging out with his disciples and say they said, "You know Jesus, teach us to pray, right?" And so we talked a little bit about that and some other things about prayer. Um, you want to you want to tell the folks what we talked about?
1: Yes. And then oh, you want to know a fun fact about prayer too? Tell us. Okay. So, what do you think the most um, the most recited or known prayer in the Bible is? I give up. Well, what do you think? Like just guess. I would think the Lord's Prayer, right? Oh,
0: you mean the prayers that are in the Bible?
1: No, like the most recited like verse or prayer in the Bible. Oh, I don't know. Tell me. Well, a lot of people think, I don't know, I used to think it was like, uh, what's the one? Oh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Oh, yeah, I can do all things. You think it was something like that, right?
0: Well, yeah, probably. What is it? It's
1: actually Deuteronomy 6, 4, and such and such as it goes on. Hero Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one.
0: Well, yeah, so the, the mantra of the Jewish nation yes. of Israel.
1: Pretty interesting. Ah, that's just a side hmm. note. That's pretty cool.
0: Fun fact, now we know. I right? learned that in college. Cool. Paid. College paid off, right? Yep,
1: college paid off, I remember. <laughs> so we're talking about prayer. Yes, we are. Um, in our core value, prayer and intercession, this is our 10th core value. You can find this in First Thessalonians 5, 16-18. It says... Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Uh, so that's that's where we get that yeah, um, our, our idea that we, uh, you know, we continue in prayer. Um, and Richard Foster writes, "Prayer catapults us into the frontiers of spiritual life. Of all the spiritual disciplines, prayer is the most central because it ushers us into perpetual communion with the Father." Meditation introduces us into the inner life. Fasting is accompanying means study transforms our minds, but it is the discipline of prayer that brings us into the deepest and highest work of the human spirit. Real prayer is life-creating and life-changing. Yeah, good quote. So prayer is essential to the Christian faith, is essential to what we are doing as a church. And just what we're going to talk about today, or what we talked about last week is just... um, understanding what prayer is, um, some tips on how to pray, and then just encouraging us to um, engage in a meaningful prayer life. And it's interesting that prayer is actually something that needs to be learned and something that we have to practice at to become better at, Sure, um, just like in anything. So I thought that was interesting as I was studying. um,
0: It's like when you're first married. I know you're not married yet, but Here's a little tip for you. Let me hear it. <laughs> communication between you and your wife. It's kind of like prayer between you and God. You got to kind of learn, you know, what the other one is expecting and how to communicate the right way. And I think that's the same way with God. It's you know, it's two way
1: street, two way communication, right? Pray, speak, and then listen. Yes. And sometimes um, listening is a uh, essential part to getting, getting to prayer. Absolutely. Just, just quieting yourself and letting God speak to you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The, it's a, you know, not, not to be otherworldly or Eastern meditation-ish or whatever, but you know, it's, it's really literally meditating on God and and thinking through the great things that you're asking for or believing for, and right, uh, picturing it
1: like He's coming to give it to you, right? Exactly. In Eastern meditation, you empty your mind. You empty your mind of all things. Yeah, but. In Christian meditation, you actually fill your mind with Christ and exactly. let Him fill you. So and praying through um, the Word and praying through the Psalms, exactly. And, you know. So meditation is an it's a really important practice for Christians. Um, so
0: the, the Common Book of Prayer. I mean, you know, the Church is great because we have two thousand years of history, right? Yes. The common Book of Prayer is a little known jewel to a lot of people,
1: right? It's it's a lot more common in high church where liturgy is more prominent. But evangelical churches like um, the i p h c our denomination mm-hmm. it's a lot less common to see liturgy and in, in praying out of prayer books, but it's such an important it's such an important tool that we have as the church and it's something that's been tested tried and true and it's something that a few months ago I started praying out of daily yeah um, I try to do morning uh, morning afternoon and, yeah. and night. I don't always make it. Uh, to all of them, but it's something I strive to do, and it's really helped me a lot. And I think it's you know, it can be easy to kind of look at prayer as you know spontaneous prayers as something possibly more valuable, um, but it's no more or less valuable than than praying out of a prayer book or right. anything else. And it connects us with the global church because these are these are prayers that we're not praying alone, but we're praying alongside. Bingo. Others. Yes,
0: we pray together. Uh, You know, it's interesting, the the Lord's Prayer, and we'll probably talk about that here in a second, but it's all about us and we. It's not not about I, so we're joining in. I like what the book of Acts tells us about the early church, that they continue together uh, from house to house. They fellowshiped. They uh, taught, you know, they learned the apostles' doctrine, and they broke bread together, and they prayed prayers. It says, you know, and they continued in those prayers. So written prayers have been a thing for a long, long time. And, you know, when I was growing up as a little boy, I always thought, are they reading that prayer? And I'm like, you can't read a prayer. You have to pray from your heart. But that's a misconception.
1: Certainly. It's, uh, I don't, you know, I don't ever really, I mean, I don't ever remember growing up in church. I mean, I grew up in the of God church and pentecostal churches i don't ever really remember anyone reading prayers no yeah very hymnals rarely. sure yeah um yeah. but prayers yeah and i think prayers they're they're ordained sure. now they're not they don't hold the same weight as scripture you know well have, infallible in yeah. an air, but they're they're certainly valuable to the christian uh christian practice and it's a great discipline prayer is an, i mean you know fasting praying meditation um all these disciplines that we should be practicing prayer is also, is an essential one yeah that it's, we need to, it's something is necessary
0: for the day I think, I think during your sermon you you quoted one of the old quotes that uh, i remember from luther and that you know yes he had so much to do that day that he's going to have to get up even earlier so he can pray 3
1: hours right, right? exactly yeah so we see these church fathers and spiritual giants that we, uh, we, we know in the history books and we saw that their dedication and their love for prayer, um, was the foundation of everything that they did. Right. Um, and I think we, as the church, if we're going to do what God has called us to do, we need to be people who love prayer and value it and see it as a foundation for everything that we, that we do, bathe everything in prayer, um, and seek God in that way.
0: Yeah. So it's interesting that the, uh, You know, the New Testament Gospels tell us that Jesus only did what he saw the Father do. So in order for him to see what the Father's doing, he had to have that early morning communion with him. And, you know, the Bible tells us over and over in the Gospel story that uh, Jesus arose early, which was his custom, and prayed. And then he would get off to himself and secret in, you know, mountains or wherever he was and in solitude and pray. And then, you know, we're reminded of the passion of Jesus in the garden with Peter, James, and John, and he prays intensely, so intense that his sweat becomes as great drops of blood, right? So learning from the Master, Jesus, is one of the biggest keys
1: to New Testament prayer, isn't it? Yes, it is. And we see the disciples, they they see Jesus pray one day in Luke 11, and they see him pray, and they're like, Jesus... Teach, teach us how to pray cuz like we we've, we've been uh, we've been praying our whole lives and we don't like we see you praying it's so different it's so you it's so powerful so teach us how to pray so Jesus actually breaks it down for them in kind of five five ways um and he starts off by that god's name be honored the focus of his everlasting glory father hallowed be your name and then He talks, uh, he he says that his kingdom, that the kingdom come and the focus of eternal will and God's provision is given, focus on the present, give us each day our daily bread. That God's forgiveness is granted, the focus on our past, forgive us of our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us. And then that God's deliverance will be provided, the focus on our future. And there's no one set formula to pray. Jesus gives us a formula and something that we should use daily and should be a part of our everyday sure. life. Yeah. Um, but the Bible gives us all kinds of prayers. There's there's like over 650 prayers in the Bible that we can look to for guidance on how to pray, that we can read and actually pray over other people. Sure. Um, I knew uh, one of my youth pastors was talking about um, this guy that he knew that was real prophetic. And a lot of times when he's praying over people, he's just praying scriptures that he's memorized. And I think that's that's something that you can do. And I think um, but Jesus gives us this kind of this kind of guideline that we can pray to, that we can use to to learn how to pray and pray meaningful and prayers that change. So things. the beautiful
0: thing about that prayer is when we pray it, we're entering into solidarity with the entire body of Christ, because there's more than likely somebody else praying that same prayer at that very time. And you know, I think the Lord's Prayer is a, a great way to kick off prayer you know, in, in my life, I kick off most of the time, my prayer time, with that prayer. And I think it's been yeah, me too. the history of the Church, you know, we uh, especially, you know, like in the Catholic Church, they'll start off every prayer they pray with, you know, in our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And I think that's really cool. <clears throat> so one of the key factors to that is the solidarity that we're entering into and praying with and for each other. Because in that, there's prayers for each other. Forgive me of my sin as I forgive the those who sinned against me. So that's a two way
1: street. And that's what prayer is. It's a meaningful two way communication. Certainly. Um, yeah, so prayer. Something we as a church need to we need to engage in daily. Um, I mean, Paul says pray without ceasing. Which kind of seems like at first it seems impossible, but when you create a lifestyle of prayer and it becomes like almost an urgency in your life that that you need to pray about things, then you'll start to see um, your life transformed. You start praying today, daily, you'll find that a year from now you are a completely different person because God has dramatically changed you because prayer changes things around us, but also changes us.
0: And that's exactly what we do at Borderlands Church. So if you're out there listening today, you still have time to make it to service this morning at 11 a.m. at the Double Tree Suites in Lexington, Kentucky at 2601 Richmond Road. We'd love to uh, hear your prayer request, and, you know, come out and let us pray for you. Or you can email us, info at borderlands.church. So, hey, until next time, this is the Borderlands broadcast. I'm Matthew Yates. And I'm Nathan Perry. And we want to invite you to check out our website, borderlands, that's with an S, dot church. You can also check out our Apple podcast. We'll have a new podcast up every Tuesday there. And we want to invite you at 11 a.m. on Sunday mornings to the Double Tree Suites. 2601 Richmond Road, Lexington, Kentucky. And so until next time, our prayer is that you will be blessed and you will make it a great day.